Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Profits and Success, here to bring you another podcast episode from Marketing Motivations, and today we're going to bring you a story about my dad. The year was, I'm going to say around 1979. And stay tuned for that. What I wanted to begin with right now was prayer. Not specifically, uh, but in a roundabout way. I called my sister last night. She's going through a hard time with um, her union teacher's um, deal and whatever. And my mom just mentioned to me in passing that Colleen is going through a tough time. So I said, I'll pray for her. And my mom said, thank you. And I got done praying for her, actually walking the dog. So I called her to let her know. And she's like, oh, that was nice of you, this, that, and the other thing. What's going on? And, you know, we, we had our pleasantries and we hung up. And then it kind of dawned on me uh, that with suffering of any sort comes grace you know um, through suffering we get to grace at least it's available for us and it takes the work of ourselves and maybe divine inspiration at times to get us over that hump to get to the grace But I ask all of you, as I asked my wife before she punched me in the face, to embrace your suffering. And my wife said, how am I going to embrace my suffering? That's the stupidest thing I ever heard of. I said, Betty, sometimes people have to embrace their suffering, their cancer that they're going through, uh, and let it go emotionally that's embracing your suffering and to be able to let go any anguish anxiety frustration that you may have in your life you know embrace it and let it go it's very difficult to do unless you have something to replace it with so you let go of your anxieties your stresses your, frustra- your frustrations and replace it with a joy, a goal, uh, a, um, an acclamation, a, 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 an achievement that you've made or want to make. And let that be your focus. It's not easy. It's certainly not easy but it can be done. Uh, And the reason why it's not easy is we program ourselves so many, so much at younger ages in our unconsciousness that, you know, we need to be consumed by the fight or flight. That's how our brain is, is occupied. You know, it's a survival mode and that's all we worry about sometimes. So give it a shot. 
But understand whatever suffering you're going through, grace is right there on the other end waiting for you. Today happens to mark the uh, uh, conversion of St. Paul the Apostle. Saul of Tarsus he was before his conversion. And Saul was a, a persecutor of the early Christians. You know, he was actually considered a murderer, um, a zealot nonetheless. Um, you know, and a zealot is basically killing someone um, based on your faith, justifiably killing someone. So according to Paul, he was justifiably persecuting Christians, early Christians, because Paul only lived, I think he was born in 5 BC, five years younger than Jesus, and died around 65 uh, by a beheading, nonetheless, because of his promotion of Christianity. And Paul had a powerful conversion, or Saul did. He was knocked off his horse, heading to Damascus to get documentation to uh, seize other Christians, so to speak. And he was blinded for three days, and he heard God speak to him. It's actually Jesus. Why are you persecuting me? And Saul went from a man who essentially chased wealth and power to one who lived the faith of God. You know, St. Paul leaves a great example for all of us, because we all try to be good uh, for the most part. We try to do um, noteworthy things, moral things, but we get wrapped up in our day-to-day -day lives and the frustrations, and generally we don't take out our frustrations and anger uh, mostly by strangers. In other words, it's generally the people that we love. Unless, of course, we're in a road rage on the highway, uh, then <laughs> that's a different story. But the point being uh, is if Paul, St. Paul, can leave what he left and promote what he was adamantly against, can be done for anyone. And I thought to myself, well, why wouldn't God give me a conversion like that? Just so I know, you know? Well, the problem with that is be careful what you wish for because it may come true. You know, with Paul's conversion, there was lots and lots of suffering, hardships, setbacks, imprisonments, shipwrecks, and finally, uh, you know, a crucifixion of sorts. So, you know, understand what we're praying for sometimes might be just the good, and we're wondering why it's not coming true. It's because someone else has the whole picture and knows the 
knows the best for us. I can only equate that by my five-year-old son when he was battling cancer and he was in the hospital and he had to get a port surgically input. And that was traumatic for our son. And he woke up out of that surgery saying, why have you done this to me? You know, and you feel awful. But if we didn't do that to him, he wouldn't have the capability of receiving his chemotherapy in a more uh, timely manner. And the same thing happened when they removed his tumorous kidney. Make it stop. Mommy, make it stop the pain that he was going through. And as an adult, you feel absolutely helpless and you just want to reach out and help your child. But you know it's for a greater good. So look at our suffering as a greater good. The frustrations we have in our businesses, our marriages, our relationships, or whatever else you're struggling with. It will get better if you want it to. You need to be headstrong and move forward. Darren Hardy today uh, had a good message. He said, here's how to infect people positively. And you have godlike powers, he said. And here's how to use them wisely. And he goes on to say that, you know, a contagious virus to spread positively would be enthusiasm. Enthusiasm would be that contagious virus that you would want to spread positively. Uh, positively. Because it is contagious. And people can feed off of enthusiasm. And you can learn how to be enthusiastic if you've never been at this point in your life. Uh, Paul J. Meyer, one of the leading sellers of personal development material, and a mentor to Darren Hardy, he passed away in 2009. He basically said that his success, his ultra success that he went through, the mountains that he climbed at 70 years old, the ocean depths that he went down, was all about attitude. And we've heard it before, attitude is everything. 
But if you have the right attitude, you'll receive anything that you want in this life. You have to believe that. And people are attracted to other enthusiastic people. Now, I'm not saying go there and be, yeah, come on, Jimmy, how are you? You know what I mean? You don't have to be that bananas, but you just have to be, you know, enthusiastic. You don't have to be loud like I am, but you can be uh, an enthusiastic person and really lift the spirits and help someone be better than they currently are. And we must infect people with that enthusiasm. You know, do the thing and you should have the power. Try to let that resonate with you folks. And the insight of the day today, small steps, small steps in the right direction can turn out to be the biggest step of your life. You know, we don't have to lose five pounds in a week, you know, pound a day even. You know, we don't have to do that. Pound a week, half a pound a week, as long as we're going in the right direction, you know, we're not busting our chops, going crazy, but just, you know, steady, steady, a steady focus, and that'll get us there. And Matthew Kelly, ironically, I tune into his uh, videos daily, like I do Darren Hardy, and the message that he shared today was enthusiasm. Is that a coincidence? Who knows? But I thought that was pretty funny. You know, uh, two very entrepreneurial people, uh, different focuses in life, both talking about enthusiasm on the same day. And believe it or not, I, Matthew Kelly, as well as Darren Hardy's got to be pre-recorded. Um, you know, Darren would probably shout at me if, I, if you heard me say that because, you know, he, he does it every day. But I don't know if they film every day. But regardless, uh, the motivation us quote of the day was obstacles in life are not a permanent barrier, like some may think. The objective is creating a way under, over, around, and through. And finally, I want to wrap up with a story about my dad, who fell out of a tree I think maybe when I was in first or second grade, but the year was around 1979. And I chuckle about it now, but let me tell you, um, it what didn't go that way the day of. Let me, let me tell you that. I was fiddling around in my basement, and I found a swing. 
that went to a swing set, but the chains were attached to the swing, but the, obviously there's no, well, it's not obvious, but there was no swing set in the basement. So I wanted to put that on, on a branch extending from a tree. And it was maybe, I don't know, 12 feet off the ground or so. And the only way to get on that swing once it was secured was to, you know, climb on the branch and jimmy down to the, to the swing, unless the chain was long enough. I don't really, really recall at this point, but I had no way of securing the chain to the branch. So I asked my dad, it was a Sunday, and my dad said, fine, and he screwed some type of mechanism uh, in, into one chain, and then he had to go to the other chain. And as he's screwing that mechanism, I'm watching him. You know, he's basically facing me, I'm facing him. And he's up in the air, 12 feet or so. And just like a, sh a shotgun, boom, the branch breaks. <laughs> My dad does a flip onto his back, onto the, the brushy ground. It wasn't a lawn underneath this tree. It was brush. And I'm crying hysterically. And all my dad wants to do, he just wants to, to, to relax and just <laughs> stay there and just rest for a second. But he's so uh, concerned by my uh, anxiety and, and crying and, 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 and fit that I'm going through that, you know, the neighbors are going to start coming outside their homes uh, and wondering what's going on. So my Dad gets up, and I didn't realize it, uh, and he, you know, jumps onto the couch and just said, okay, I'm okay, Polly, I'm okay, I'm all right, I'm all right. You know, and I kept crying him all the way into the house. He's like, I'm okay, I'm not hurt. So he lays down on the couch, and I guess what happened was he had a screwdriver in his back pocket, and he landed square on that screwdriver. It's a wonder it didn't jet through his torso. Uh, so it just left such a knot in the muscle. Uh, but, you know, he was able to, you know, to ice it, to heat it, do, do whatever he needed to do uh, to, to get through that. And, and the thing is, I, I look back and I'm like, man, the things my parents did for me uh, as a kid, and it was um, very, very heartfelt and funny at the same time as they look back on it because, you know, naturally he wasn't um, seriously injured. But it was a funny story nonetheless, uh, you know, in, in, in latter years. So with that, I wish you all the very best. You have a wonderful rest of your day. I will, uh, Lord willing, check in with you tomorrow. And in the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.